Clovis, building a healthy life together. What's up, everybody? Justin Nault here with another Ask Me Anything episode. This is audio pulled from my weekly Facebook Live, which you can catch every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central at facebook.com slash the Clovis Culture. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to this podcast and leave me a five-star review on your favorite podcast platform. Each and every review counts. It really, really helps, and it means the world to me. Thank you so much. As always, this episode is brought to you by Clovis. I am the founder and CEO of Clovis, and I am in the business of impacting people's lives for the better. I have helped over 500 people just like you transform their health and wellness, and I want to work with you. To prove it, I'm going to give you a free seven-day trial, which will give you full-blown access to all of the members-only content that Clovis has to offer, free for a full seven days. Just visit IamClovis.com slash start, S-T-A-R-T, IamClovis.com slash start. You will find some videos of yours truly, and you will find some incredible testimonies from some of my Clovis clients. You will be shocked by the unbelievable stories that these brave individuals have to tell. Stories of full-blown life transformation. 50 pounds in 8 weeks, 40 pounds in 60 days, 21 pounds in 19 days, 100 pounds in 6 months. You name it, I've got somebody that's done it. Check out IamClovis.com start and get started with your free trial today. If you'd like to check out my physical products, including the Perfect Paleo Powder, just head over to IamClovis.com. Use promo code PERFECTPODCAST. Again, PERFECTPODCAST, all one word, at checkout, and you will receive 10% off your entire first order at IamClovis.com. All right, let's get on with the episode. Thanks so much for listening. Enjoy. We are back. This is live Ask Me Anything episode number eight. If you were here in the beginning and we cut out on you, I'm so sorry. We're back in action. Uh, Thank you so much for sticking around. Um, I'm going to do this little intro again, unfortunately, for anybody who watches this after the fact uh, that may not have seen what we were talking about. So this is live Ask Me Anything number eight. We're live on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. We're on multiple Facebook pages, actually. So we got some wizardry happening there. Um, so this is the this is episode number eight of Ask Me Anything. Ask Me Anything is basically where I take some topics of the week, some hot topics, and discuss them for you. And then we open it up at the end for our live Q&A, which is where you can leave comments on Instagram, you can leave comments on Facebook, and I'll answer those questions live. Now, first things first, we got to do this again. A couple of you already did it. I saw it on your timelines. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing. Tiffany, uh, thank you, Juliet, for liking all of you that are that are doing this for me. Thank you so much. Um, so if you could go to the live video again, if you're on Facebook, click that share button, share it to your timeline, just click the share now public, and that's going to make sure that all your friends and family and all the people that you care about, all the people that you want to give the gift of better health, will see this. So I just shared to my timeline. Thank you, Brittany, for sharing. Thank you, Nick. Nick, I'm here. Don't yell at me. Good Lord. Okay, so we're live again. Ask me anything number eight. So let's jump back into what the topics for this week are going to be. Um, again, we're really going to hit on one main topic this week, and that is calories. How many calories do you need? How many calories should you be eating? Why are you still counting calories in 2018? That's a crazy people thing to do. And we're going to talk about why. Now, again, normally I do two to three topics on these Ask Me Anythings. I'm really going to hit this one 
for quite a while. So uh, I don't know that it'll go the whole hour. Probably not because we've got to open it up to live Q&A. Also, I have some announcements this week. One very exciting announcement in particular, one crazy person experiment I want to tell you about because I'm a weirdo. Uh, hence my last Instagram post where I'm like almost naked in a cap. Weird, right? Weird dude. <laughs> so anyway, uh, a couple of announcements, a couple of things we're going to talk about. Um, but we're going to talk, we're going to hit this calorie thing pretty hard. We're going to talk a little bit about fruit again. Fruit will never go away. It will never go away. You guys insist on making fruit a health food. I can't wrap my brain around it, but we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about some of the dangers of it. We're going to talk about the fact that I called fruit toxic. Yes, I did. I called it toxic on the social media publicly for all the world to see. I stand by it in certain doses. The devil's in the details. That's what we're going to talk about. Details are important. Details matter. We're going to talk about details mattering. I'm going to start with calories. So the reason why I want to talk about calories is because I'm working with an awful lot of people right now. Um, again, I said this before the technical difficulty deal, but don't worry about that. Sorry if it's repetitive to some of you, but I'm working with an awful lot of people. I'll give you an example. Today, I brought on four new clients and made custom macronutrients and custom meal plans with the approved foods list and went through all of the details that I need from them back and forth. They're tracking what they're eating, what they're not eating, and took four new clients into the fold today. Now that is on top of dozens and dozens of other clients. And you all know who you are. Thank you so much for letting me do what I do. I do nutrition consulting for free and it gets crazy sometimes. There's a lot of you. Now, what's wonderful about it is I get a big data set to pull from. So I get to see trends happening in real time and I get to get, I get a general idea of how the public views health. And that's why this is so important. Okay, it's incredibly important that we touch on this calories issue. I don't understand how calories are still a thing, really. It's insane, even when like, I think it was the FDA or whoever made, made them change the supplement packs or the nutrition packs. Now calories are big. You need to know how many calories are in something. Why? Calories are a useless measure. They measure energy. That's it. The reason calories exist is because it was an easy thing to measure in the year 1750, okay? Calories come from the year 1750. Legit, because it was easy to measure then. We didn't have technology. So this, they call it calorimetry or something like that when they came up with it in the mid-1700s, right? So that's where calories come from. This is not modern, amazing science that you should trust or you should base your life decisions on. It's simply not. Now, on top of that, how do we determine how many calories you need? Now, this is perfect timing because we're doing this crazy experiment I want to tell you about. Me and my right-hand man with Clovis, Josh, are doing Clovis Mass Gains. Now, Clovis Mass Gains is where we're going to work out, I don't know, four times in a month, literally. Uh, maybe maybe slightly more, maybe six. I, I got to work through it. But anyway, so we're barely going to work out. Our workouts are going to be 10 minutes a piece. And we're going to eat over 3,000 calories a day, literally, probably over 3,100 calories a day. I'm going to stuff my face every day for 30 days. Not going to get fat, going to gain a whole bunch of muscle. You're going to get to see it in real time, and you're going to understand why calories don't matter, why the type of calorie matters. The type of calorie matters. Not all calories are created equal. So to explain this to you, we got to start with where calories came from. Again, calories come from year 1750 because it was easy to measure with the technology at the time. Now, the way that even doctors, yes, the medical system, the way we determine basal metabolic rate, now to give you a quick history on that, basal metabolic rate is the minimum number of calories 
recommended for your body to simply survive, right? So if I lay down on my back in bed, put my arms on my side, look up at the ceiling, close my eyes and just breathe and stay there all day, that's how many calories I need to accomplish that goal of simply surviving. That's basal metabolic rate, right? And then even if you're a sedentary, if you live a sedentary life, you need to take that number and add about 25% to it to get the calories that you need for a given day, right? So, okay, all fine and dandy. We have a way to figure out basal metabolic rate. But why do we never stop and question these things? Basal metabolic rate. Let me give you a quick rundown on this. Basal metabolic rate was invented over 100 years ago. Over 100 years ago with a data set of 300 people. Some of those 300 people were newborn babies. I think over 90 of them were newborn babies. It's really insane. Now this is based on something called the Harris-Benedict equation, right? So the Harris-Benedict equation is what we've used for over a hundred years to determine basal metabolic rate. So you take technology, this can't even be described as technology if it's over a hundred years old. I'm doing this on a cell phone this big. Think about technology right now. We didn't have that back then, right? Over a hundred years ago. We're still using this data in medical literature. What? It's crazy, right? So basal metabolic rate over 100 years old with a data set of 300 subjects. Now that study, if you wanna call it that, is used to determine how many calories we should all take in, doesn't matter race, gender, religion, size, shape, whatever. All 300 million of us are supposed to follow this basal metabolic rate that was created over 100 years ago with a data set of 300 people. That's crazy. That's crazy. I talk about this all the time and these ask me anything, right? Why don't we stop and ask questions? Why do we just blindly, okay, cool, this calorie thing, right? Burn more calories than you consume and you will lose weight. Why? Because we're an old school combustion engine. That's how it works. Like the human body, there's no steps in between there. So if I burn hundred, if I eat hundred calories and burn hundred calories, I'm now at equilibrium, homeostasis. No. You have hormones in your body. Hormones in your body, dude. And the calories that you take in have different effects on those hormones. So that's what we're gonna talk about. So a couple of my favorite quotes, right? One, I think I may have talked about this in another Ask Me Anything, is learn, unlearn, and relearn. People get really pissed at me. Um, and it, it's interesting because I've never, I'm not an expert. I, I had a whole rant about how I'm not an expert. So I'm just somebody who tried to figure some shit out because the mainstream wasn't working for me. So why, do, why are we gonna bash our heads against the wall and just try to eat eat less, 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 train more, 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 eat less, train more, eat less, train more, and we still can't lose weight and we have an obesity epidemic, right? Why don't we ever stop and go, this is kind of screwed up, man. This shit ain't working. <laughs> Let's try something different, right? So it's really, really interesting to me that people, the, the go-to, I understand it, I'm some random musician from Nashville and I tell you, hey, everything you've been doing for the last 20, 30 years is wrong, right? The, the, the easy thing to do is to get defensive. If you get defensive when you're presented with new evidence, that's your ego talking. Push your ego aside and remember this quote, learn, unlearn, relearn. This is a skill that needs to be cultivated, right? So if I learned something in 1975 based on cutting edge science, that's awesome. Then in the 80s, new science comes out. Well. Disproves my first belief system. Now I have to unlearn, right? That's step two, learn, unlearn. Now I have to unlearn based on the new evidence and I have to relearn based on the new evidence, learn this new stuff. Then the 90s come around and we get new science. So now I have to unlearn that science, step two, and I have to relearn the new science, learn, unlearn, relearn. 
It's very, very important. This is a skill that you need to have. Don't get defensive when someone tells you you're wrong. Examine it and figure out why. And if if they turn out to be correct, then you need to relearn that, right? Another quote that I love is, anytime you find yourself on the side of the majority, it's time to pause and reflect. What does pause and reflect mean? Pause and reflect means I can name 10 friends offhand who are overweight, who go to the gym six days a week and spend 45 minutes on a treadmill and eat 1,000 calories a day, and they're still overweight. Let's pause and reflect. Something is not working. The mainstream is going to tell that person that they don't try hard enough. Well, maybe you need to do an hour and a half of cardio every week. Maybe you need to eat 900 calories instead of 1,000 calories. This is crazy people talk. This is simply crazy, okay? It's absolutely crazy. So another thing I want to tell you, of all these people, right, four new people, I brought on four new clients today, just today alone. Of all of these people that I've worked with throughout all of time, right, every single person who has ever come to me, they all have the same thing. I am struggling to lose fat. I want to lose fat, and I can't. Do you want to know how many of those people have been overeating when they come to me? Exactly zero. I have not had one person come to me frustrated that they can't lose fat, that has been eating too much. Now, the mainstream would tell us if they can't lose fat, they must be eating too much. They must be lying, right? But I found the exact opposite. What I have found is 90% of you are starving. 90% of you are starving. And yes, you can get mad at me for using that term. I know there are people that are not Americans that are starving. And of course, I get it. It's serious. Starvation is a serious word. The word starving is a very serious word with a lot attached to it, okay? But what I mean by starving is you're starving yourselves in hope of a result that you're not going to get, and you continue to do it. You've been brainwashed since you were a child that this is the way to do it, right? 90% of you are starving. So let's talk about basal metabolic rate again, right? So my basal metabolic rate, this is perfect timing again because we're doing this mass gains protocol, and on Monday, that was day one. So we wanted to get a really solid body composition measurement. So we went and did body composition measurements, and mine was I'm 159 pounds, I'm 13% body fat, which means I have, I don't know, it was like 138 pounds of muscle, something like that. But they calculate my basal metabolic rate. So my basal metabolic rate, again, I'm just laying there existing, doing nothing, is 1,661 calories. So I'm five foot eight, I weigh 159 pounds. My basal metabolic rate, just to exist, is 1,661 calories. Some of you come to me eating 700 calories. And you're asking me why you can't lose weight. And I'm sitting here just doing the home alone. Like, what are you talking about? You're eating 700 calories. That's insane. There's no way your body's going to do what you want it to do. For example, you can't burn fat if you don't eat fat. So you're literally starving yourself here. It's crazy. Now, now, and this is another issue that I have with intermittent fasting is great. Extended periods of fasting are great. There's a dude that was 465 pounds that fasted for 382 days and lost 285 pounds. Literally. I mean, so yes, can you fast? Yeah. Should you do it all the time? No, that's crazy. Are you 465 pounds? Nope. Not a one of you is. Every single one of you that's come to me, you might have 30 pounds to lose. Some of you have over 100 pounds to lose. Yes. But I'm not saying you're going to do a crazy fast like this guy for 382 days. That's kind of crazy, by the way. Look up 382-day fast. It's, it's crazy. But you, your body's not going to work the way you want it to unless you give it the fuel to do that. Okay? So I'll give you an example. My basal metabolic rate is 1,661. I met a woman last week who I've now taken on as a client. And she told me that she was doing um, Mark Sisson's Keto Reset. 
She's like, so I've been on Mark Sisson's Keto Reset for three weeks. And I'm like, three weeks? That's awesome. How much weight have you lost? And she said, zero. Now, <laughs> again, so if we look at the way that she's looking at it, she's already pissed by the time she gets to me. And in her brain, she's saying, that keto bullshit doesn't work. My brain is going to take a different approach to this and go, wait a second. I know keto. I know how to do keto correctly. And if this woman has excess body fat to lose, which she does because I met her, there's no way that she did keto correctly and did not lose a pound in three weeks. Something is off there, whether it's an electrolyte balance, whether it's a macronutrient issue, whether there's a food that she's having a sensitivity to. There's a million ways my brain can go, right? So I go into analyze mode. Why is this not working for her? Why is this not working for her? So I do what I do with every single client. If you're not currently tracking, I'm going to make you track for three to five days. You get an app track everything you eat, report back to me. Now this woman already was tracking because she was doing keto and she knew she had to stay under a certain carbohydrate threshold. So I said, cool, take the data from your app and give it to me. She was eating 741 calories a day, 700 calories a day. I just told you that for me to exist in a healthy way, the basal metabolic rate says 1661. Now, yes, the basal metabolic rate is flawed. We've already been through that, but she's putting herself in a starvation diet. To give you an example, there are these protocols called fasting mimicking diets that will give you most of the benefits of fasting without the discomfort of literally eating zero for five days or whatever. I think the fasting mimicking, the fasting mimicking diet, I believe, is actually five days. Um, but I believe there's a 500 calorie threshold. So a 500 calorie threshold is literally considered almost the same as a full fast. So you're starving yourself. This woman's eating 200 calories more than that. So to give you another example, one of my best friends in the world, Nick, Nick, same thing. I put him on a low carb paleo diet and told him to track. But my mistake, the only thing I told him to track was carbohydrate intake to stay under 50 grams net carbohydrates. So he tracks, comes back to me, dude, I haven't lost a pound. This is crazy. Why haven't I lost a pound? So send me all the data from your app, sends me the data from his app. I go, oh my God, you're eating 800 calories a day and you're a 190 something pound man. So I literally double, we more than doubled his calories, more than doubled. What happened? He lost 11 pounds in two weeks right? Counterintuitive to everything the mainstream would tell you. We doubled his calories and he lost 11 pounds in two weeks, five and a half pounds a week. I know a lot of people that would kill for that kind of result because they've been killing themselves in a treadmill in some freaking cardio theater watching man on fire hooked up to the little cardio machine looking at their heart rate. Oh, I burned 200 calories. Hooray. Stop with this shit. It's nonsense. Okay. It's nonsense, nonsense, nonsense. Let's talk about some of the issues that come with caloric deficit. So let's start with a study. They did a study on college age men. And this was uh, the famous Ansel Keys, who's just has done so much good for us. Just kidding. He's a lot of the reason for a lot of the stuff that has gone wrong with nutrition in the country. But Ansel Keys and his colleagues did a study on it was like 32 college age men. And they put them on a on a calorie deprivation diet. <laughs> so get this calorie deprivation diet. It was 1600 calories, 1600 calories. 61 less than my basal metabolic rate, right? Puts them on a 1600 calorie a day diet. The results, hysteria, depression, self-mutilation, and loss of sex drive. I don't know if you caught those last two, self-mutilation and loss of sex drive. This is where this hangry thing comes from, right? People like there's all these funny memes about hangry, 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 and women being hangry and men being hangry because you think you have to eat every two to three hours. It's crazy. You're just eating. It's about macronutrients, types of calories, right? 
The only reason people think fat makes you fat is because one gram of fat equals nine calories. One gram of protein and carbohydrate equals four calories, right? So the only macronutrient that's more than double the calories per gram is fat. So of course, if we eat too many calories, we get fat. No, that's crazy. This has been debunked time and time and time and time and time and time and time again. People like to argue with me about this. Bring me the studies. Show me the studies. That's it. Just show me the studies, okay? The issues with chronic caloric deprivation are awful, 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 awful. I'm not saying you can't do intermittent fasting. I'm not saying you can't do an extended fast, but understand these extended fasts are meant for something called autophagy. They're meant that they deal with your cells. They wipe out precancerous cells, blah, 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 blah. But most of you are coming to me for fat loss and you think that the calculation for fat loss is to eat more, is to burn more calories than you eat. And it's simply not true. We're going to prove this with this mass gains thing. You're going to watch it. I'm going to eat more than 3,000 calories a day for 30 days and work out almost none, literally almost none. And I created this protocol years ago before I had Clovis and before all of this, before I felt the need to document this stuff. Now I'm documenting it for you so you can replicate it and you're going to see how this stuff really works. I've done this before. I know that it works. I'm just doing it again and documenting it in a proper way. Over 3,000 calories a day, right? It's crazy. It seems crazy to most people. It's more than twice my basal metabolic rate. And I'm not going to gain fat. It's just not going to happen. So we're going to document that for you. So the other thing that now remember too, a lot of times I don't like generalizing, but where this happens most is with women and it's not your fault at all. It's society's fault. It really is society's fault. And it drives me crazy. Like I wish I could just chokehold the people that have told you that you need to eat less to look good, to look like an Olsen twin or get a thigh gap or some bullshit by cutting your, your calories out. It's insane. All right. It's not your fault. It's terrible. I, I hate, we've been brainwashed this way since we were literally little kids with the food pyramid, eat less, exercise more, blah, 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 blah. Now we have an obesity epidemic. Thank you. And we keep pounding our heads against the wall and doing this over and over and over again. The problem is the calorie issue, the idea that all calories are created equal lead people to justify dog shit food choices, right? Terrible food choices. So it's this kind of thing, right? So if you're a woman and you say like, oh, well, you know, I ate fast food today, but it's okay because it was my only meal of the day. Does that sound familiar? Have you ever heard somebody say that? Or have you ever heard somebody, oh man, I had a bagel with cream cheese for breakfast and it was really delicious, but oh God, it just totally ruins my diet. But you know what? I'll just skip lunch. I'll skip lunch. Or... I swung by McDonald's because I was tired and I picked up a Coca-Cola and drank it. And oh, I know that's just a lot of uh, just so many empty calories. So I'll just skip dinner. It's this kind of thing. You justify it with this nonsense, right? Because you think that all calories are created equal. Tell me right now in your head, if I say eat 100 calories of Pop-Tarts and eat 100 calories of grass-fed ground beef, do you think your body is going to experience the same thing with that same number of calories? One plate, 100 calories of Pop-Tarts. One plate, 100 calories of grass-fed ground beef. How could you possibly think that this is going to behave the same way in your body? It's not because it's not the amount of calories. It's the type of calories, right? The macronutrients, okay? These have a different hormonal response in your body. Not to mention, let's talk about these hyperpalatable hyper foods, foods you can eat endlessly. So let's, let's do a, a challenge, right? Let's say you get 2,000 calories of Pop-Tarts, as previously stated, Pop-Tarts, delicious, whatever flavor you want, right? Eat 2,000 calories of them. You could probably do that. Most people could probably eat 2,000 calories of Pop-Tarts, boom, like that. 
and be like, oh man, I kind of feel gross, but that wasn't so bad. Now try to eat 2,000 calories of grass-fed ground beef. Probably need a bucket ready to handle what's going to happen to your body. We'll We'll call it the beef bucket challenge. Let's try that, right? It's insane. Certain foods you can just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. It's like Pringles, right? Like the Pringles challenge. But you can't just eat one. You're damn right I can't just eat one because these little bastards are delicious as hell and they're putting off chemical signals and hormone signals in my body that make me want more, 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 more. So you eat a whole freaking sleeve of it, right? These are called hyper palatable foods. So let's talk about what hyper palatable foods do to you. What I'm saying by the calories affect your hormones differently We're going to talk about three hormones in particular, one being leptin, one, another being insulin, another being something called glucagon. So leptin is your hunger hormone. Leptin literally tells your brain, we're full now, stop eating, okay? We're full, stop eating. The second one I talked about is insulin. Insulin is a fat storage hormone. Why? Because it takes glucose and shoves it into your cells, fat cells, muscle cells, whatever. It makes your cells grow. Insulin is a fat storage hormone. Now, glucagon, along with adrenaline, but that's kind of secondary, but glucagon is necessary for you to grab stored body fat and burn it, okay? This is a hormone that's necessary to make you access your stored body fat and use it for energy. Now, these things have to line up and work perfectly for glucagon to be able to access your stored body fat, right? Here's what throws that off, hyperpalatable foods. So we talked about Pop-Tarts, we talked about Pringles, we're talking about um, pizza, pretzels, whatever, just these hyper palatable, sweet and salty foods that you can eat over and over and over for a great rundown of hyper palatable foods. Check out Wired to Eat by Rob Wolf. It's a fantastic book about how we're genetically not prepared. We haven't evolved to handle these foods. They literally just make our brains go haywire and we eat them. That's why these carbohydrates cause food cravings and we continue to eat them. So these hyper palatable foods, what they cause is something called leptin resistance. Okay, so your body becomes resistant to the hormone that tells you to stop eating. So literally, you just can't stop eating because that hormone, it's like that hormone is essentially shut off. Now, that leads to you eating and eating and eating and eating, which plays a part in insulin resistance, making you resistant to the hormone insulin, this fat storage hormone. So your pancreas is going to spit out more, more, more insulin, more insulin, more insulin, more insulin, more insulin. What does that do? Insulin is your fat storage hormone. Do you think that more of a fat storage hormone is good for your fat loss journey? No, you get more and more and more fat loss hormone, more and more and more, I mean fat storage hormone, more and more and more fat storage. Insulin equals more fat storage, okay? So hyperpalatable foods cause leptin resistance, leptin resistance leads to insulin resistance, insulin resistance leads to more insulin in the bloodstream, and as long as you have a bunch of free-flowing insulin in the bloodstream, Glucagon and adrenaline cannot be activated, okay? That's it. So what happens there? You're now leptin resistant, insulin resistant. You can't use glucagon, so you can't access any of your body's stored fat for fuel. You simply can't. Congratulations. Your body is in a perfect state to store body fat. It is now a fat storage optimizing machine. That's what it's does better than anything else. It just clings, 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 especially to abdominal fat, thigh fat, love handle fat, these kinds of things, because your body doesn't want the fat. It just stores it. It's, it has no choice but to store it because you've disrupted your endocrine system. Your endocrine is all your hormones. You've disrupted all your hormones, literally. And this is just because of caloric deficiency and choosing the wrong types of calories. So if you have a combination 
where you have a low calorie diet, a starvation diet, 800 calories, 700 calories, even nine ca- 900, 1,000, 100, 1,100 calories, 1,200 calories. These are still basically starvation diets, depending on your size. If you're five foot five, you know, and you weigh 100 pounds, I might have you on 1,100 calories, but we're all different, right? It's crazy. I, I can't do that. My basal metabolic rate is not there, right? So you need to understand how these hormones work in your body and how your food choices matter. So this is why I can do something like mass gains where I'm keeping my net carbohydrates below 100, which is still technically a low carbohydrate diet. It's not as low as I have people go for maximum fat loss, but that's not the goal with mass gains. So, and other people too, like Dave Asprey from Bulletproof, Dave Asprey did this. I think he ate 4,500 calories for two years and lost fat, lost fat and gained muscle because of the way these macronutrients affect your hormone levels. So we talked about the insulin response. The macronutrient that causes the lowest insulin response is fat. Second to that is protein. Now the one that causes the most heavy insulin response hands down is carbohydrates, most notably simple carbohydrates. Simple carbohydrates are generally the primary ingredient in hyperpalatable foods. So you see how all this is lining up. So this justification of, I had a soda today, I'm gonna skip dinner, Okay, you had nothing but simple carbohydrates. You flooded your system with glucose, which made you flood your system with insulin. Now you're loaded with glucose, you're loaded with insulin, your muscle glycogen's already stored up, so the insulin's gonna take that glucose and shove it into your fat cells. Glucagon is never gonna be activated, so you can't burn body fat. So you could literally go on a treadmill for six hours a day. If you have created an environment in your system where you cannot access stored body fat, you could do CrossFit for six hours a day and not burn fat. Your body will disintegrate its own muscle before it starts burning fat. So I I hope this is just getting it through your head somewhat that calories don't tell the whole story. This is outdated science. What's something that I've said over and over in these Ask Me Anythings? Using nutrition science from decades or a century ago is like trying to send a picture message via text message with a rotary phone. It's not going to work, okay? It's crazy, 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 crazy. And it sucks, man. It really bums me out because it's this, you know, it's, what are are we in? We're in, it's going to be March tomorrow, right? So people are already, what, prepping for a bikini season. It's like, like I said, man, counting these calories is not going to make you look like an Olsen twin. And who the fuck told you that looking like an Olsen twin is sexy anyway? That's crazy. I just said the F word. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but it's, it's my show. I guess I can say it. It drives me nuts because this affects women more than anybody else. Ask any real man, any real man, if that kind of look is sexy, if I want you to have a thigh gap. What, are you kidding me? That's insane, it's insane. I mean, just stop, you're you're punishing yourselves. You're sitting here, you're counting calories, you're thinking about everything you put in your mouth because society has told you to be that way. It's crazy, this pisses me off. This is the reason why I do this Clovis work, okay? I do Clovis work because people are dying. I do Clovis work because people hate themselves because of the way they look, because they've been counting calories since they were five years old, because that's what their mom did to fit in some bullshit dress. This is crazy, people, crazy. And I want to help you fix it. So we need to get this information out there together. This is what we have to do. Calories don't matter. The type of calories matter. So even if you told me, there's a woman that I'm working with right now. She has two and a half weeks before a vacation. So I put her on my most drastic fat loss protocol I can possibly do, right? This woman works out. So I take her basal metabolic rate, multiply it significantly, get a steady caloric count, 
and then I give her a 20% caloric deficiency. That's the maximum I would ever put you is at a 20% caloric deficiency. 20%. So take your caloric amount that I give you and, and, and subtract 20% from it. That's the most I would ever have you cut calories. Ever, 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 ever. Anything else is dangerous. Yet the medical community will tell you that if Justin makes a meal plan for you and you're eating 2,500 calories and you lose 30 pounds in a month, oh, losing more than a pound a week is dangerous. A doctor who's 65 pounds overweight is telling you losing more than a pound a week is dangerous, right? It's crazy. This is crazy. We just need to change our outlook on this because I get so pissed off. It's brutal, 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 brutal. So what can you do? Okay. I know I'm, I'm ranting here, but this is, this is a strong one for me, man. It drives me nuts. I feel bad. Okay. You should not have to live like this. You shouldn't have to live like this. Stop. Okay. So what can you do? Unfortunately, basal metabolic rate is really the only thing we have to go off of. So I do still use it in my practice. Um, so we take basal metabolic, basal metabolic, basal metabolic rate. Now, if you want that easy route, contact me. We'll talk about basal metabolic rate. We'll set up your macronutrients. We'll get you on a plan that's sustainable and healthy, right? Or you can do it yourself. I'll put a link in the show notes where you can just use a website that calculates the basal metabolic rate for you. You take that, but you have to remember. So mine being 661, that's my basal metabolic rate. Now, even if I am sedentary, I'm looking at like a 2000, probably 2050, close to 2100 calories. Even if I'm sedentary, that means if I work like a day job, working, you know, nine to five and not working out at all, I still need to take that basal metabolic rate and multiply it by about 1.25 to get my sedentary amount. Now, if I'm, let's say I'm like lightly active, I go for a 20 minute walk or a 10 minute walk a couple times a week or something like that. I need to take that basal metabolic rate and multiply it by about 1.4, maybe 1.5 and take in that number of calories just because I go for a few walks, right? Now, if you're very active, let's say you're doing a bodybuilding workout three times a week or you're doing cardio for 45 minutes at a time on a treadmill or something like that, that would be considered an active person, right? So you take your basal metabolic rate and you multiply that by like about 1.7, 1.6, 1.7. Now you're you're getting up there in calories. I'm in like the mid 2,500 mark, right? So if you're very active, what I would call extreme or an athlete, if you're like a CrossFitter doing CrossFit six days a week, something like that. Now, again, all the over, the, all the under eaters that come to me are almost chronically overtrained, almost always. They're like, I'm doing CrossFit six days a week and I'm taking in a thousand calories and I can't lose weight. Oh, that's because you're killing yourself. You're dying. Sorry to tell you that. Um, so if you're extremely active or an athlete, you're going to take your basal metabolic rate and multiply it by about 1.9, if not double it. You'd be fine doubling it, assuming that your macronutrients are correct and those carbohydrates are low enough where you're not going to gain fat, right? So taking your basal metabolic rate and basal metabolic rate and doubling it might seem crazy to people because those people care about calories. Now, another thing I want to talk about because this is this is a women only thing, right? And one of them is kind of funny and one of them is not funny. Okay, so let's talk about two things. One, every girlfriend I've ever had is freezing all the damn time. Always cold. Always, always cold. How many women out there are always cold, right? You're watching a movie, you got three blankets on, or my girlfriends that I've had in the past, every single one of them, they'd crawl into bed and put their cold ass freezing feet between my legs and freeze my calves. I'm like, God, why are your feet so cold? This is terrible. Then I wake up in the middle of the night, I got to stick two legs out of the freaking blankets because we have 300 pounds of blankets on and it's the middle of June, right? Every couple goes through this stuff. There's a, there's a, a device called the chili pad that uh, um, 
a device called the, the chili pad that Kelly Starrett introduced to Tim Ferriss. That's how I heard about it. But it's literally a mat that goes under your sheet that runs cold water through it so that the husband can be cool while his wife has 300 pounds of blanket on, right? This is all from caloric deficiency. Your body needs an adequate number of ingested calories just to create thermogenesis, to create heat in, its, in, it, in itself, to create body heat. It needs a certain number of calories, right? That's crazy. You're free. If you're freezing all the time, this is your body telling you something. You shouldn't be cold all the time. Your freaking fingers are going numb because you're cold all the time, right? This happens to women all the time, all the time. Now, the second one, this is not so funny. One of the number one reasons for infertility in women is inadequate caloric intake and inadequate body fat. There are stories out there of women who have been unable to conceive for years. Then they come across a good functional medicine doctor, the Chris Cressers of the world, and he gets these women to not only fix the infertility issues, but them and their husband are now expecting three months later by doing things like doubling caloric intake and changing macronutrient ratios. Literally, it's a, the, infertility clinics could go out of business if we could just get these macronutrient ratios correct for women. It's that serious. The same thing actually goes for men, low testosterone, all these low T clinics all over the place. Man, if you just stop smoking cigarettes, pounding energy drinks and drinking Coca-Cola and eating Cheetos, then you probably wouldn't have a low T issue because where does testosterone come from? Cholesterol. But what is cholesterol? Demonized in the mainstream. This, all these things wreak havoc on your hormones, okay? So we've got to get this calorie thing out of our heads. Please contact me, justin at cloviscultured.com. If you want to talk about how many calories you should be eating, if you want to talk about what your macronutrients should be and how you're going to see success, just make it easy on yourself and reach out to me. I'll do it for you, okay? I can't eat the foods for you. I would if I could. I'm not going to be a mama bird. That's gross as hell. You got to eat the food yourself, okay? So that's a bit about calories. That's a lot on calories. And I know we started the, the, the live feed late, so I actually don't even know how long we've been going now, but it's been a while talking about calories. So I want to finish this with just one quote, a quote that I wrote down here because I think it's very important. Now, this comes from Dr. Kevin Hall at the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases. This is a direct quote. It turns out that a long used rule of weight loss, reduce 3,500 calories or burn an extra 3,500 calories to lose one pound of body fat is incorrect and can ultimately doom determined dieters is incorrect and can ultimately doom determined dieters. What he means by determined dieters is when you walk into a Globo gym and all the overweight people are in a congregation like it's freaking church in the cardio room, all huddled together, all not getting results. When you find yourself on the side of the majority, it is time to pause and reflect. Learn, unlearn, relearn, even if it comes from some crazy musician in Nashville. Okay, I promise you, I'm trying to help people and I need your help to help people by getting this out there. These are very, very important. This calorie, this calorie thing is very, very important. Stop starving yourself. Since when did being a healthy person become punishment? You're supposed to be hangry all the time. You're supposed to work out even when you don't want to wake up early and run six miles, blah, 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 blah. No, it's crazy. I just told you my numbers on BodPod. I'm 159 pounds. I'm 13% body fat. That means, yes, when I have no shirt on, you can see my abs. Okay, crazy, right? So I probably work out all the time. No, I've literally worked out four times in the last month. Four times in the last month, but my nutrition is spot on even when I'm traveling. 
Okay, so people like to look at this and say, oh, well, he's genetically gifted. He has great genes. He has abs even when he doesn't work out. Let me tell you something. I went into high school five foot six. That's six inches shorter than I am now. One hundred and ninety pounds. My brother and his friends used to pull my shirt over my head, slap my belly and call me Doughboy. That's where I come from. I used to go to Subway and pay them one dollar. So they would give me a full loaf of bread and I would just sit there and eat the bread. My favorite foods on planet Earth are pizza and beer. I don't eat either of them. This is not easy. I'm not genetically gifted. I changed my epigenetics. I changed the expressions of my genes through lifestyle changes. You were trained to want processed foods like Pringles and pretzels and pizza and beer. You were trained. You were not designed that way. You did not evolve to want those foods. You were tricked into wanting those foods by big food companies and the government and the food pyramid. So you have to train yourself to get off of them. Okay. It's going to take work. It's going to take discipline, but that's where food freedom comes from. If you have carb addictions and all these things that there, there is no food freedom until you get free from those addictions, free from those cravings. Okay. So that is my calorie spiel. We are pretty far into this thing. That's, <laughs> it took a long time, but very important. Again, I could talk on that forever. I have an ask of you. If you really want to dive deep into this, the holy grail of this is Good Calories, Bad Calories. Good Calories, Bad Calories is a book by Gary Tobbs. Uh, Gary Tobbs is amazing. He's an investigative journalist who blew, blew the lid off of all the mainstream nutrition data as we know it. Uh, his other book, Why We Get Fat and What to Do About It, is what really got me down the road of actually going back to school for nutrition. Um, why We Get Fat and What to Do About It, it should be taught in every public school from the time kids can comprehend it. And it's one of the most important nutrition books in the world, in my opinion. Start good calories, bad calories, why we get fat and what to do about it. Give yourself a masterclass in this stuff. Then come back and we'll have some really fun conversations because we can jump into biochemistry. Um, okay, so the other thing I wanted to touch on really quick is I pissed a whole lot of people off. <laughs> and uh, I pissed a whole lot of people off by posting about fruit a lot. Okay, so um, yes, I called fruit toxic. I stand by that uh, fruit as we know it, modern day fruit. You walk into a grocery store and buy bananas or whatever. Fruit is toxic, especially in high doses. Now, primarily in high doses. So that's the thing. The, the devil's in the details. The, 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 the poison is in the dose. How, how much fruit are you eating, right? So I'm not going to sit here and tell you if you're having one to two servings of fruit a day, you're going to die. That's not what I mean by fruit is toxic. But let me just give you an example of how the internet works, okay? I have to say fruit is toxic. Why? Because I have to cut through the bullshit just to get to you. And I love the way that this is happening because now I have people commenting on my pictures saying, well, you have a bag of perfect paleo powder and there's bananas next to it and you say fruit is toxic. My brain's saying, okay, you're listening. This worked perfectly. This worked perfectly because you now have it in your head that fruit is not a health food and you're calling me on the fact that there's a banana in a picture next to my paleo powder. Okay? This is how this works. Why? Because we live in a world of clickbait, right? So most of you, let's be honest, this was me prior to six years ago. Most of you have never researched nutrition. You've read headlines. You've read the titles of articles. You've watched 90 second YouTube videos and got bored and then looked at the cat playing the piano. That's where we get our nutrition information from, right? How many of you have studied PubMed studies? How many of you had studied Google Scholar studies? How many of you have actually looked at clinical research and said, I'm going to read through this and try to understand it? right? That's not the way that we get information these days. The way that we get information is Google. Is banana good for you? Is apple good for you? Are Cheerios good for you? And then what do you get? You get search engine optimization. 
So you get all these different opinions. And as long as they have enough money and an expert in SEO rankings, they can get themselves on the first page of Google. You don't know what you're actually reading, especially if all of a sudden, instead of going to PubMed, you're getting your nutrition advice about fruits. Oh, fruits are healthy in moderation, says Cosmopolitan Magazine and Men's Health Magazine and Muscle and Fitness and blah, 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 blah. You don't even know who the authors are. You don't know the contributors. Think about that. You literally just type a question into Google and you click one of the first ones that the title catches your eye. You click it. And let me tell you how those publications work, right? There's, there's websites like Freelance, Freelancer and Upwork.com that have freelance copywriters. And Men's Health Magazine will spit out to PR people that say, we need a 3,000 word essay about how the vegan diet is healthy. They don't give a shit who that comes from. They don't care. Why? Because people reach out to me all the time to do it. I don't play that game. I'm not playing this bullshit PR game. And don't ever contact me about a vegan article. I'll destroy you, right? So that's the thing. You don't know who these people are giving you your information. Why does nobody think like, let me read this BuzzFeed article that says bananas are the superfood of 2018. You don't think to click that author's name and find out who this schmo is that thinks they can give you nutrition advice? Like freely the fucking banana girl, <laughs> right? It's crazy. You can't take advice from this. So we're actually going to have a segment for you because this is really serious. We're going to have a segment for you in the future about somebody who followed a very serious banana diet recommendation from a specific YouTuber and literally came close to death. I mean, it's not funny, right? You start taking bad advice from people who have no idea what they're talking about and they're just using it for clickbait and they're clickbait and they're trying to make money. They don't care about you. They don't care about you. You can't take advice from people like that. It's very, very, very scary. And there are very, very, very serious consequences. Okay. So that's why I say something like fruit is toxic. I'm trying to combat that. I'm trying to combat somebody telling you that 10 bananas a day is a good idea. How do I cut through the noise? I don't have billion dollar budgets like men's health magazine. I don't have this kind of money to cut through the SEO and get all of my articles with sound advice to the top of Google rankings. I don't have that. I can help you here. I can help you via email. I can help you via my social platforms. That's how we have to do it. You know, I have to do this gorilla style. So it's tough. But anyway, um, yeah. So the fruit thing, I've also been asked why I have fruit on my approved foods list. So those of you that have reached out and gotten my approved foods, again, Justin at Clovisculture.com, just ask me, I'll send you the approved foods list. But I'm going to make a new one because I'm so crazy about this. Um, in the fruit section, I have avocados and berries. So the mistake I made there was I didn't put in-season dark berries, meaning like most notably blueberries, right? So they say, well, you say fruit is toxic, and then you have fruit available on your approved foods list. I have avocado, which is a superfood. This is an exception. Yes, it's a fruit. You can eat avocado ad nauseum. And I do talk about blueberries. The dark berries, blueberries, they have a very high amount of polyphenols. So the argument is that in one serving, which is a quarter cup, by the way, not two cups that you throw in your smoothie, and now you got 30 grams of sugar. One per serving, the polyphenol trade-off may be worth the sugar, maybe. Now, again, I only recommend in-season berries. So don't walk into a the grocery store in Nashville in the middle of January and grab fruit that couldn't possibly grow at that time of year, right? In-season berries, one serving a day, and it might be worth the polyphenol trade-off. But again, in AMA number seven, I talk about chocolate. The polyphenol antioxidant compounds in something like dark chocolate 
blow blueberries out of the water and all other fruits, just destroy them. So why skip the blueberries, go with dark chocolate. I'm literally going to make a new approved foods list. So nobody can give me hell about this anymore. Okay. I'll, I'm either going to nuance it and put the details in there in season, one serving per day, or I'm going to wipe berries from the list at all because I'm on a mission to fix this fruit problem that we have in America. Okay. Two different people said to me in this past week that fruit is a good pre-workout. Two different people said fruit is a pre-workout. Okay, what did we just talk about? As long as you have glucose floating around in your system, glucose and insulin, you can't burn stored body fat. So how can taking a bolus of glucose from a banana, 14 grams of fructose, sorry, not glucose, fructose, 14 grams of fructose that's gonna go straight to your liver, or an apple, we posted a, a nutrition facts today, one apple with 19 grams of straight sugar. How could adding 19 or 14 or 20 grams of sugar directly to your system, help you burn fat in a workout. How is that a good pre-workout? That's crazy people talk. If you are arguing that that's a good pre-workout, you don't understand biochemistry. Now that said, if your goal is fat loss, for 99.99999% of you, your goal is fat loss. If you're rich froning, don't watch this and say, dude, I have 12 pack abs and I work out six days a week and I eat 17 servings of fruit. If you're the rock, I don't give a shit what you eat, bro. Nobody is you. Okay, I'm not a six foot six Hawaiian who's 265 pounds. It just doesn't work that way. Okay, for most of you, your goal is fat loss. Using fruit as a pre-workout, terrible idea. You're not gonna lose weight. Okay, so a quick announcement to make. Again, I said that I added on four new clients uh, just today alone with custom macronutrients and this and that. And a lot of you asked me a lot of questions, which is awesome. Keep the questions coming. The more questions, the better. We'll answer them here. We'll answer them on different social media platforms. I'll answer them personally. I'll still keep doing all that. But what we want to announce is we are going to launch a private Facebook group, a private Clovis Facebook group. This is a place where we can all get together. We can share ideas. We can share information. We can share these Facebook lives. A lot of you have been sharing recipes with me, which is awesome, like the cauliflower rice recipe last week. I got a new pancake recipe from Stacy. That was awesome. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be putting up a lot of these things in this closed Facebook group. And again, what this is really nice is you can use it as a resource. So if you say, oh man, I'm pretty sure Justin talked about, um, you know, glucagon, this, this hormone that helps you burn stored body fat. Let me go into the Facebook group and see if anyone remembers what he says, or if the video's there, we can get some comment threads going. You guys can share recipes. You can share struggles, uh, tips for feeding your kids, tips for changing the diet of your kids. We can talk about issues that people have had with eating 10 bananas a day. We can share all this stuff and we can really get that Clovis culture working together, right? So we're going to launch a closed Facebook group. We're going to have that in the show notes. We're going to have a link in the comments. So you guys can get on there. Please join that Facebook group. It'll be awesome. Also, something I want to touch on. This this, this is my old school Clovis shirt. This is the first uh, Clovis, Clovis Nutrition, back when we were Clovis Nutrition, the first shirt I ever made. So if you want one of these, hit me up. I'll send it to you, okay? Let me know. I got a, a whole bunch of them. So just justin at clovisculture.com. Let me know your t-shirt size. I think I have anywhere from small to XL, maybe XXL. Let me know. I'll send you one. You can have an old school Clover shirt. That'll be awesome. Close Facebook group. Um, the other thing is I wanted to, let's see how much time we got. Okay. Yeah. We started this late. So let's, let's jump in and try to do some live Q and A. Shall we? Live Q and A. All right. So I'm in Facebook. Let's take a look. What foods do you need to make Eat, need to eat to make all this happen. Okay, that was from a guy named Clint. So Clint, uh, just email me and I'll tell you exactly. That's my approved foods list. Email at justin at clovisculture.com. Um, let's see. 
Okay, Clovis Culture Academy, we have put up the link to the, the private Facebook group. Click that and grab that Facebook Live group, join it, ask any questions you have. That's gonna be an awesome place for this discussion to keep this discussion going when we're not on a live video. Uh, Clovis Fructose Challenge. Two weeks eating five fruit items per day versus two weeks of doing what Clovis suggests. Try it. If you want to, I would suggest starting with the fruit. Eat five fruit items a day, see how much weight you gain, then come to me and I'll help you lose that fat. We'll do that, okay? So uh, it's getting pretty late here. Let's see, do we have anything on Instagram? Take a look at Instagram comments. Not right now? All right, cool. So we're gonna wrap this thing up because we don't have a lot of questions for live Q&A this week, but this has been live Ask Me Anything number eight. We talked about fruit. We talked a lot about calories. Now, again, if, if you have concerns about calories or you wanna learn more about calories, reach out to me directly. Justin at GlobusCulture.com will get you my approved foods list. I will happily make you custom macronutrients. We can get you an app to track everything. We can start getting real results together. And again, share this as much as you can. Spit it out to people. Correct them on calories when they try to tell you otherwise. It's very important that we do this. You know, People get very defensive when you challenge the status quo, but we need to challenge the status quo to make any kind of societal changes. Right? We're trying to save lives here, really. We are trying to save lives. Clovis building a healthy life together. I need you to do that. Join the Facebook private group. We'll have a bigger discussion there. Help me share this anywhere you can. Click the like button, click the love button, click all this stuff. Can you reshare the link to the Clovis Facebook group? Yeah, it's still there. It's under Josh Haley's comment. So go ahead and click that. And uh, thank you guys so much. This is live, ask me anything, number eight. If you have any questions, hit us on social media, at the Clovis Culture. Also, okay, one more. What if you hit your macro target numbers and don't get in enough calories? Cool. Now, first of all, if your calories are calculated correctly, that shouldn't technically be possible because all of your macronutrients are built off of calories. So that's a strange question. So I can, I can help you with that. Just contact me directly and we'll talk about it. Um, if we do the calculations on your macronutrients, it should add up to total calories. But again, calories don't tell the whole story. So do not worry about the calories. If I give you macronutrient numbers, hit those macronutrients. And the other thing you gotta remember is it depends on the app you're using, whether it's MyFitnessPal or Carb Tracker or the nutrition facts on most foods are wrong. The numbers don't add up. The protein, fat, carbohydrates, you add them up to do the calculations to get the calories. The calories are usually off by five, six, seven calories, sometimes 10 calories. It's really, really crazy. Now, on top of that, when you get into cooking methods, you can shift nutrition facts by 10 plus or minus 10 to 20%. It's really crazy. This is not an exact science. Calories are kind of bullshit, okay? They're kind of nonsense. They're just the only thing we have, unfortunately. So if I give you macros, worry about the macros. Eat more and maintain the macronutrient ratios. Yes, Nick, thank you. Awesome comment. Eat more and maintain the macronutrient ratios that I give you, right? So contact me to get those macronutrients. Contact me to talk more about calories. Get the approved foods list. We'll take care of all this for you. Thank you guys so much for being live in the room. Thank you for commenting. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for clicking the like button. Thank you for sending me messages. You guys are awesome. Live, ask me anything. Number eight, again, we'll put up show notes and resources, links, everything. That's gonna be at clovis.store slash blogs slash AMA, okay? We're gonna have all them set up for you so you can go with clickable links and check out all the stuff that I did. You'll get a, a calculator to do your basal metabolic rate or I can do it for you. Whatever you wanna do, join the Facebook group and we'll see you next week. Shoot me questions for next week's AMA. And I will try my best to answer all of them. I had some other questions I wanted to get to, but we went 
crazy, crazy, crazy with the calorie thing, but it was very important. I hope you were informed. If I didn't answer your question today, shoot me an email. We'll talk about it. Thank you so much. Live, Ask Me Anything, episode eight. Love you. See you next week. Yeah.